My name is Gene Shu. I'm an ABC. That's American-born Chinese. The reason that I'm recording this podcast now is because we currently live in a time where China is no longer what it was. At the intersection between America and China, I'm concerned about the lack of cultural awareness on both sides. And I think even most Chinese、uh, will admit that was a dark period in their own history.、Um, but through the next 50 years, there's been a lot of、uh, very, very interesting changes. But I'm still optimistic about the future for my unborn son. Generational ABC podcasts are my conversations with my unborn son, one ABC to another, and my attempt to explain our world in context, in order for him to make better sense of his world, which will be nothing like the world we live in today. China has not become more democratic. In fact, it is probably less democratic than it was ten years ago.、Uh, but it doesn't mean that the Chinese people don't enjoy. A lot of freedoms that they didn't have in 1969, or even when、uh, I first visited mainland China in 1983. That was only a couple years after they opened. It was still kind of a very、um, well. It felt like a very communist state. Hey, little buddy.、Uh, the reason I'm calling you little buddy is because we don't have a name for you yet.、Uh, your mom is pregnant and just entering the second trimester, so we haven't thought of a name for you yet.、Uh, what I've decided to do is、um, the world that you're going to be born in, and you're going to be born in 2019, is quite different than the one that your father was born in, and that's it's kind of weird because I am becoming a father for the first time, and. Uh, the gap in our generations is basically going to be 50 years, and and we live currently in a very very multicultural world, and it'll just be interesting、uh, when you're old enough to to listen to this podcast, or when you're old enough to really understand the geopolitical situation in the world that you live in,、uh, how it's different from what we perceive today, and how it was different from when. I was born. Okay, so I was born in 1969. So that's 50 years before you were born. You will be born in 2019. So in 1969,、uh, I was also born in Atlanta, Georgia. So I was born as an American. But as you will know, we are ethnically Chinese. So what does it mean to be born in America, raised in kind of Western values? But be ethnically Chinese. Well, back 50 years ago, or when I was growing up, back 40 years ago,、uh, you know, China was still. Let's see what happened. You know, in 1969, when I was born, China was in the midst of the Cultural Revolution. Okay, and China was completely closed to the outside world. Now, when I say China. Uh, today we refer to China as just mainland China, but there are overseas Chinese all over the world.、Uh, in fact, your grandfather,、uh, who's my father, he、uh, migrated to Taiwan in 1949. Again, that's another gap of 
70 years, let's see, is my math right? 49, 69, yes, yeah, 70 years uh, before you were born. And he was at that point escaping communism. And so what has happened since he escaped or he and his, he was, he was also very young in 1949. So he basically went with his aunt to Taiwan uh, and eventually was reunited with his father and the rest of, rest of his family. But in 1949, China was extremely, extremely chaotic. It was a civil war. And uh, the people who left China, uh, they had a chance to kind of be more integrated into the global world order, which was led by the United States. And that happened also in, I think, 1949 in Bretton Woods, where all of these global institutions were formed, the IMF, the WTO. So there's a lot of things going on. And the reason that I'm recording this podcast now is because we currently live in a time where China is no longer what it was in 1949 or 1969 even. Uh, during 1969, it was obviously the Cultural Revolution. It was a really, really uh, bad situation for the entire country, I think. And I think even most Chinese uh, will admit that was a dark period in their own history. Um, but through the next 50 years, there's been a lot of uh, very, very interesting changes. And um, so if we just think in terms of decades. So in 1979, approximately, that's when uh, Deng Xiaoping uh, started to reform China and open China to the rest of the world. So that's basically when China began its path to be more integrated into the rest of the world. But so what happens over the next 40 years? Well, obviously it was a very turbulent ride. If you think in decades, in 1989, uh, that's when uh, things, that's when a lot of uh, people outside of China thought that China would move more towards democracy. And all the students were protesting the communist, the Chinese Communist Party or the Communist Party of China. And it ended in a very bad situation. So um, as the Tiananmen Square massacre, because uh, what happened is the government uh, opened fire on the protesters. Okay, so obviously the situation is not as simple as they just open fire on the protesters, but you look at uh, what happened in 1989 and you think, well, um, is China going to be able to move towards democracy and does that even really matter? Okay, and then if you look at what's going on today, um, China has not become more democratic. In fact, it is probably less democratic than it was 10 years ago. Uh, but it doesn't mean that the Chinese people don't enjoy a lot of freedoms that they didn't have in 1969. Or even when uh, I first visited mainland China in 1983, that was only a couple years after they opened. It was still kind of a very, um, well, it felt like a very communist state because most people wore the same clothes. Uh, travel was restricted to wherever you were born and raised. 
I remember in, in order for us to travel throughout the, the country in 1983, and again, your father, uh, my father is a physics professor, so he was invited to teach at several universities uh, throughout China in 1983. And we were given uh, what's called liang piao. Uh, but we were given liang piao that was, uh, that could be used anywhere in the country. And liang piao is what enables you to buy like bread and rice and basic food. So uh, everybody's given these. So it's, it's kind of like, this is the classic communist system where everybody is kind of like the same or, or equal. Uh, there's really very little individuality even in the clothes that people wear and even where people are available to travel. So uh, we were only able to get food in different parts of China because the government gave us vouchers that wouldn't enable us to get food. But everybody else in China uh, did not have these vouchers, so they would not be able to get that type of food. Um, so I don't want this first podcast to get too long. What I want to start doing is I want to start recording a series of observations because right now in 2019, the year that you will be born, uh, the United States of America, which has joined, which has enjoyed, I would say 30 or 40 years of being the world's preeminent superpower militarily, economically, uh, and people who are born in the United States generally um, have a better quality of life just because of what uh, the government here has, has made available to its uh, citizens, mainly education, healthcare, and all of that stuff. But a lot of those trends uh, are not going in our direction. And when I say our, I'm talking about, again, the United States, uh, where many other parts of the world and especially in Asia are rapidly gaining or surpassing the United States in healthcare, quality of life, freedoms, uh, a lot of those things. And one of the things that's happening right at this moment, the year that you will be born, is that the United States and China are in the midst of a trade war that could have repercussions um, to everybody on the planet. Uh, so it'll be very interesting to see what happens in the next one to two years, the next 10 to 20 years, and especially when you are looking back uh, at how the world is when you are watching this to the way it was the year that you were born and a little bit of context and history on where we came from and uh, and how the world continues to change. So my message to you, uh, and again, you don't have a name yet, so I'll just call you a little buddy, uh, is that I think the key to surviving in the future, and even today, will be really dependent on having greater awareness uh, and not be myopic. I think what is happening today is a lot of our leaders are ignorant of history and how other countries perceive things in the context of who they are. And that uh, myopia is leading people to make a lot of really poor strategic decisions. So cultural awareness, 
self-awareness. And also I think it's really important to have empathy for the people that you are communicating with, especially when they're different. And this will also be very interesting uh, if we fast forward five years or 10 years from now. Um, you know, I started talking about the importance of empathy and awareness probably five years ago when uh, I was living in Shanghai and I was teaching cross-cultural management uh, to executives in China. And here in the United States, uh, somebody who talks a lot about em empathy, who's, who's become a huge influencer in social media, his name is Gary Vaynerchuk. Uh, it'll be interesting how his message has translated. I know he really focuses on communicating to entrepreneurs or very young uh, aspiring entrepreneurs and, and how they really need to work hard and do more with their lives. I want to apply this just to how you conduct your life uh, in building relationships with other people. And, um, and I hope that when you're old enough to hear this message, uh, it'll make sense. But it's also amazing that I can record this for you where my father or your grandfather you know, we barely have any black and white photos of when he was young. So obviously there's no recording, so we have no idea, you know, how he spoke and what he looked like and what his personality was when he was younger. All right. So again, this is getting a little bit too long. I want to make these short. This is the first one, so it's going to be a little bit longer. Uh, I look forward to seeing you when you are born in about six months and I'm gonna to try to record one of these uh, really short uh, every day if possible so you can have kind of like a catalog of your father's thoughts in the year that you were born which is 2019 listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud or YouTube